Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host as always, John Chapman, and we've got a packed episode for you today. Probably one of the most eventful podcasts that we've had here since we've started. One, um, we're going to be breaking down a lot of film, and we're going to go over every single sack uh, that Patrick Mahomes was sacked in the year 2019. We're going to go over that film and break down, see what the similarities between that. That is kind of what's going on. We're going to get to your questions, Q&A. Uh, please leave those in in the chat no matter where you are listening if this is your first time with us want to say welcome uh, this is the 49ers rush podcast we are here all the freaking time uh, missed yesterday's episode I apologize about that but we're going to make it up to you today uh, also we're going to be giving away an autographed Ronnie Lott jersey uh, to a lucky winner and man pretty excited about that just because Ronnie Lott's amazing uh, anytime you can <laughs> get an autographed jersey, one, pretty great news, but two, one of the best ever. And, you know, as we're getting close to the Super Bowl and you remember what Ronnie Lott did in the playoffs and his commitment to the team and all that stuff, uh, just a guy that just transforms the game and a guy that you can look back on kind of, you know, a one of the kind of Mount Rushmore type players for the 49ers, which is kind of hard to do because we have so many. And so anyway, we're going to be giving that away soon. Then at the end of the episode, I have a surprise guest. And man, I'm excited because we are taking over South Beach. And trust me, you're going to want to stay to the end of this. I, I promised I would not leak it out, uh, the information. We had a pre-recorded phone call uh, with something that's going on Saturday in South Beach. So uh, we've got so much stuff for you guys. And it, it's a lot of fun. And everything about this podcast is about you and about the faithful and just creating this atmosphere of creating the most educated fans the most passionate fans which is what the faithful are and moving forward with that so uh, without further ado let's jump in and let's give away a jersey now the problem with giving away a jersey early is people get upset but that's okay it's free nobody lost anything and unfortunately the nfl kind of we wanted to give this away on one of the hot mic episodes we were broadcasting but the nfl stepped in and said we were doing too good a job and shut us down over there but that's okay but in order to win this jersey you had to follow us over there you had to retweet the original tweet so everybody that got involved in that i put them in a spreadsheet my son picked out a number and we got a winner and this is an awesome fan i'm sure he is listening right now at least i hope he is um and that is y'all ready drum roll please this is where uh, everybody's about to get upset but that's okay the winner 
for free of the autographed Ronnie Lott signed jersey is Austin Thompson. Um, he has been a longtime supporter of the podcast, been with us early on, and his Twitter handle is at NotReallyAustin, which I kind of like that Twitter handle. And so if you are listening, please reach out to me in the DM so I can get an address where to send that to, um, at JL underscore Chapman. He's got it. He's messaged me before. But uh, not really Austin. Uh, congratulations and to everybody else. Don't worry. Uh, we're going to have a lot more giveaways coming in the offseason. We've got a 49ers game night that we are organizing with, me and my close friend. Charles Barr. Uh, we are just kind of going to bring so much entertainment and, you know, whatever we can during the offseason because we're not one of those podcasts that just runs away. Yeah, we're in the Super Bowl now. Yeah, we record a lot now, but uh, we break down the draft. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff, free agency, training camp. We are everywhere. So uh, congratulations to him. And just want to say shout out to, again, at Not Really Austin. If you guys want to tweet at him and say not fair, that's totally cool. Give him a hard time for winning uh, that free jersey. So let's jump over now to some video. This is, you know, Patrick Mahomes was sacked 17 times. And if you look at what happened all year, you know, for Patrick Mahomes, it, you've got to get pressure on him if you want to beat him. He, he didn't lose a lot of games. Um, he, he really, he's only lost three games all year. Now, he missed a couple of games, and they lost one of those. But the very first loss of the year came against the Indianapolis Colts, and the Colts sacked him four times. Then he loses the next week as well to the Texans, uh, gets sacked once, and then you go all the way down. It takes a while to the Tennessee, and they sacked him twice, Tennessee Titans. So, you know, in the games that he lost, the pressure has to take place, and you got to get to him, and you got to hit him. And our bet of the week this week, which I'm going to get to, it involves the sack over on mybookie.ag. How many sacks the 49ers can get? Now, the 49ers have averaged nine sacks over the past two games. You know, we had the six sack performance and then the three sack performance. Now, the 49ers have struggled mightily against mobile quarterbacks. And whenever you look at Patrick Mahomes, he definitely falls into that category. As you can see, the sack that just came up there was kind of a zone read gone bad. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes has a lot of tendencies when pressure gets in his face. He wants to escape outside. One, he does not like uh, pressure. But you could see uh, in that, the play that we just saw, he tries to get outside, and if you cut out or cut off the outside angle to where he can't get to the sideline, he goes down very easily. He does not like contact whatsoever. Now, this Kansas City Chiefs offense is good. Uh, All pro right tackle and Schwartz, he's great. Eric Fisher's not really a strong left tackle. He's not really a quick left tackle, former uh, you know top pick in the NFL draft. He's just been kind of okay. But he is a good pass-blocking left tackle. But if you want to get pressure on the left tackle, Eric Fisher, you got to do it with speed. And that's his big weakness. I want to see D Ford on the defensive right side, offensive left side as much as possible. But the majority of these sacks that you're going to see take place up the middle. The guard-center-guard combo is the weakness of this offensive line. The tackles are definitely the strength. Um, and you, you can basically, I mean, whether it's pro football focus, um, doesn't really matter. Every metric out there, you know, you have Stevan Wisniewski, Wisniewski, sorry about that, Austin Ryder at the center, and then one of the best names ever, uh, Laurent Devernay-Tardif at right guard. And so you've got these three guys in the middle that just struggle 
And, you know, they're not bad. They're just kind of average offensive linemen, but they are very bad whenever it comes to um, run blocking and not great at pass blocking either. You know, if you look at Laurent, uh, the right guard, he's given up 24 pressures on the season, uh, 20 hurries, two hits, and two sacks, and three penalties. Now, if you look at Schwartz, he didn't get beat for one sack all year. The right tackle again, all pro right tackle. He is he he's awesome. You're not going to see him give up one sack, and it's going to be kind of fun because yeah, Eric Armstead's going to have the prominent kind of role going against Schwartz most of the time. But you're going to see some D Ford and some Nick Bosa over there as well. I fully expect them to rotate uh, considerably because I want D Ford on the defensive right side, and I want Bosa going against their best. Bosa and Eric Armstead taking turns, um, going up against Schwartz. I think that's going to be key. And, you know, this play right here, you're seeing Khalil Mack beat the left tackle Fisher off the edge. And, I mean, speed, you can beat him with speed. You really, really can. Uh, get it, get on the edge, post it, and then get around him. You know, Eric Fisher, as I said, you know, this is the one sack he gave up pretty much all year that was attributed to him. Most of the sacks are attributed to Patrick Mahomes from Pro Football Focus. They have eight sacks accounted for by Patrick Mahomes, whether he's held the ball too long, uh, didn't press the pocket correctly, things like that. Now, uh, we have loaded five videos in the past week over on Patreon. And if you haven't joined us there, you know, this is an example of one of them. Uh, but again, you've got my notes on top of it, just talking technique and scheme and what's going on. If you want to see those, and if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is head over to patreon.com and just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. You know, we've got 96 supporters over there, and I cannot say thanks enough. A big reason why we're able to take this show on the road, head down to the Super Bowl in Miami. And, you know, broadcast live and try to bring the faithful out to South Beach is because of Patreon. And so just want to say thank you for all your support, all the, the people over there that have helped us out. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been pretty cool. We started that a few months ago after YouTube took down all of our videos and, you know, just wanted to keep bringing you content no matter what. And the, the support's been awesome. Uh, some new uh, people that have signed up over there. Again, this is on Patreon. Just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. Uh, Keitel Nicholson. Um, I can't say this one very good. Impy uh, Rion Emperor, Niner Gal, Jimbo49, Boba Fett, big uh, Boba Fett fan there, Lindsey Shank, Tim, thank you guys so much for all the support. It means a lot, and it allows this podcast to do some special stuff. Now, if you are going to South Beach, um, do want to say we got you covered on Friday. We're going to be down at the Playwright Irish Pub. It's just off Washington and 13th, right there on South Beach, uh, where all the action's happening. Come join us. Uh, come get a beer. Now, the, the, what I worked out with them, uh, they broadcast the Sims and uh, f whatever, <laughs> Florio, uh, whatever, all the videos you see, that's where they record. They record there. And, you know, I negotiated with them. They're a great company. And I said, look, here's what I want. I don't want a bunch of money going out. I want people to come and hang out and for no cover. That's what I want. And they basically said, if you do that, we can't pay you. And I said, fine, that's fine with me. 
because I want it to be a place where everybody can hang out. So if you're in South Beach on Friday, we've got a 49ers hot. I'm going to be broadcasting live Q&A. We're going to be having an absolute blast. 49ers fans getting together, drinking, having a blast, celebrating. Come join us. Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. That's Eastern time. And if for those of you that are at home that can't make it out to Miami, you can join us um, everywhere that I broadcast. I'm going to be bringing the event to you in your home. So we're going to be celebrating together whether you're Miami or not. But if you can make it out, come on out. Have a drink with me. I'm a tequila guy. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a celebration. Come on out Friday. And I do want to take a quick second and just say thank you. There's another podcast out there with Matt Barr and Javi, two of the best people that I know. Uh, you know, 49ers Twitter is a blast. And there's so many good podcasts. I listen to every episode they put out. That's the Fourth and Gold podcast. And if you haven't listened to them yet, it's everywhere podcasts are out there. The Fourth and Gold podcast, and they have had some awesome um, guests on there. They do a hell of a job, and they're a lot more fun than I am. <laughs> Not that saying much, but um, you know, they gave us a shout out and they talked about the meetup. And I just want to say thank you to them. Please go uh, subscribe to the Fourth and Gold podcast if you haven't already. Uh, a lot of original content and a lot of fun. Two of just kind of the best guys uh, that I know on 49ers Twitter and there's a lot of them but uh, make sure you head over there and check that out again that's the fourth and gold podcast now um, as you continue watching this film you notice a couple similarities you know the teams that were able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes um, you kind of see this is the Denver Broncos who got three sacks on them in this game now they lost um, you know it was a close game that uh, the Broncos end up losing by a touchdown. But again, they run a similar defense. Wide nine, like to bring pressure with four. And a lot of the pressure that is successful against Patrick Mahomes is from the interior, as we talked about. And you see these defensive tackles that are getting sacks through effort and through hustle. Because again, Patrick Mahomes, whenever things go wrong, he wants to scramble outside. He does not like running up the middle. And so even if he does press the pocket a little bit, he wants to hit outside. And you'll see in this play right here, the defensive tackle doesn't really get a lot of pressure up front or penetration. He just keeps his outside arm free, and you allowed the outside rush from the ends. Here's Khalil Mack. Uh, let Mahomes try to step up and take off, and then you clean up there. But you're seeing Denver, who runs a very similar scheme to us, gets three sacks. Uh, Tennessee. You know, they, they had a lot of success. They don't really run the true uh, 4-2-5 like we do. And then, of course, Indianapolis, which runs almost the exact same defensive front we do as well. So there's a lot of teams that were able to get pressure and to get sacks um, on them. Uh, also, you could throw in Oakland into that category, which got uh, two three sacks on the year against them. The 49ers got to hit them. The 49ers have to hit this guy. If you are expecting to win this game and just allow Patrick Mahomes to sit back there and pass the ball and be comfortable, you are mistaken. The 49ers have the best defensive front in football. I've said it. I've been saying it nonstop. I really do think that there is something unique about this team up front. And you can talk about draft capital. You can talk about scheme. You can talk about personnel. I don't care. What they have is unique. And... I do believe they are going to be able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes throughout this game consistently. I really do. You know, again, as I said, the 49ers have nine sacks on the year against quarter uh, in the playoffs. 
I don't think that's going to stop. This is not the best offensive line we have faced. In fact, I would put both the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers offensive line ahead of the 49ers, uh, ahead of, uh, sorry, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this uh, their offensive line is built to pass protect on the outside and Patrick Mahomes to make up for a lot of the other mistakes. And whenever you could see here on this reel as we're going through each one of these sacks, man, he's easy to get to, and he doesn't like to get hit. Whenever somebody gets close to him, he goes down. He does not like contact. And so what do you do to a quarterback that doesn't like contact? You hit him in the mouth. That's what you do. And I'm putting my money where my mouth is too. So if you've been betting with us, mybookie.ag, Use promo code 49ers, you know, and if you've got a feeling about who's going to bring home the Lombardi Trophy and you don't want to miss out, uh, this is your last chance to get bets in on the NFL season before it ends. And so uh, whether you're making a wager with a friend or whatever, head over to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS. They're going to match half of your initial deposit, and you can bet on everything. <laughs> the amount of bets that they have over there is bananas. It really, really is. So here's my bet of the day that I'm doing. The 49ers total sacks, two and a half. That's what it's at. Uh, you can bet over or you can bet under. I am betting the over. I think the 49ers get three sacks. As I said, nine sacks in the past two games of the playoffs, and I think that continues because if – the Chiefs are going to win this game. They're going to have to air it out. They're going to have to put up 35-plus points to win this game. I think that's just what they're going to have to do. Now, can they? Yes. Can they put up points? Yes. Can they throw with the best of them? Yes. But that's going to give the 49ers defensive front a chance to go get them. So I'm taking the over. Uh, it's bet 10 to win 22. Um, again, I'm saying the 49ers will get over two and a half sacks since D Ford and Quan Alexander have showed up, uh, showed back up. They have been a different unit. We're seeing the weeks one through eight defense and not uh, the initial kind of, uh, you know, whatever defense where you know, things didn't go well from weeks nine on after the bye week. And a lot of that was injuries, but we're healthy now. And I think there's going to be a lot of pressure there. Really, really do. Uh, let's get to a couple questions real quick. Real quick, The Geek Freak. John, the media continues to cheer for the Chiefs. Yeah, it, everybody wants the shiny player. You know, it, on the cover of Madden, Patrick Mahomes, former MVP. He's fun. I get it. That's fine. Keep, keep rooting for that. Don't care. The 49ers are by far the more complete team, um, and I do expect them to win. That's fine. Let them root for the Chiefs. I love it. Um, and, you know, I, I do want to take a second. Thank you so much, casual viewer. Uh, moment of silence for Kobe and his daughter and everybody else. Um, thank you for bringing that up. You know, I am a teacher, and I teach in the L.A. area. And so, you know, at school today was quite interesting day for sure. Uh, you know, I was raised in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I was never a Lakers fan, but everybody understood who Kobe was and what he brought to the game and to everything else um, was amazing. And, you know, what I always say is people handle grief very differently. Uh, unfortunately, I've experienced a considerable amount of loss in my family. Um, and so it, people handle it differently. And what I always go back to is... You always remember and you celebrate. And I think that's what, you know, what Kobe brought to the game. And I know I'm getting off task here and all that stuff, but I, I think it's, 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 it's appropriate. 
what Kobe brought to the game was a type of competitiveness that has never really been seen outside of Michael Jordan. I think that those two guys are some of the greatest competitors of all time. That that mindset of not only am I going to win, I'm going to step on your throat and I'm going to crush you in this game and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to do all those things. And that is something that is able to kind of like you, you embody that. And I think that you celebrate that. I really, really do. And so what do you do moving forward, you know, with the loss and all those things? You know, and I told my students this. What was it about Kobe that made you feel attached to him? You take that, you embody it, and you excel at that thing. And if you do that, that's how you remember people. That's how you celebrate people. And so, you know, we talked about the Ronnie Lott jersey and, you know, cutting his finger off, right? Um, And the type of commitment you take to whatever it is in life, whether it's sports, whether it's football, whether it's podcast, teaching, parenting, doesn't matter. That type of competitiveness and all those things, that is what I think honoring Kobe and, you know, his daughter and those things is that you take that mentality that he embolded and you live through that. And I I think that's what we have to do. And so it's it's definitely hard to talk about. It's not easy. It it is awful. It's kind of weird going through normal day routines after those things. But yes, uh, I do want to say a shout out to everybody's families, uh, love prayers, uh, sending them up to everybody, uh, loss of life uh, for all the people that were involved, not just Kobe and his family, even though those are the ones we're most associated with, the most well known. But um, thank you, casual viewer, uh, for bringing that up. Thank you so much. A uh, couple other questions from Niner by Nature. Oh, I love this. After we win the Super Bowl, do you see the Niners letting Ward walk and tagging and trading Armstead in the draft? Man, that's a rough one. So first off, uh, I doubt that we let both of them go, right? So I, I think that we keep Ward or Armstead. I don't think that we let both of them go. Ward's going to be less than half price of Armstead. You're talking about maybe, you know, 9 to 11 million for Ward and you're talking close to 18 to 20 million for Armstead. So if you do tag him and trade him, I don't think that you're going to pull the same haul that you got or that you gave for D Ford, which we got a second. Maybe you could tag him, trade him and get like a fourth or something like that, which I'd be okay with that. And if you can't trade him, you just keep him. I, I do not want Eric Armstead to go. Uh, you know, if I was choosing my first round pick right now, it'd be a safety. You know, I think Delpit's going to go a little earlier out of LSU, but McKinney um, out of Alabama is a possibility. We'll just have to see. Safeties usually fall considerably in the draft, as we saw every single year. It's what happens. So, um, yeah, I would rather keep Armstead and draft a safety if I had to choose one. But Ward's had a great year. Absolutely love what he has brought to this team. And all it took was him staying healthy and staying at a position that he should have played. You know, Ward's been asked, what about this year is different? And he said, the first thing he says every time, he's been asked that several times, they let me play safety. (laughs) They played him at nickel. They played him at outside corner. He's just wanted to play safety. Uh, And so you put people at the position that they're supposed to. You're exactly right. That is awesome. Uh, So you got to love and respect that. David. Um, David Yang asks, could this be a pass heavy game, um, early to attack the weak corners of the chiefs? I think Debo and Sanders would have advantage over both guys. You are exactly correct. The outside corners are not the strength of the chiefs team. Now they are physical 
and they are great at the point of contact, but they are susceptible to being beat by double moves and all those things. So yes, I would like to see play action on the very first play. A quick play action on the first play and a double move, uh, whether that's to Kittle or to Debo, or that's what I want. I want a quick double move play action. You know, if, if I was scripting it, that's what I want. I want to come out and attack. And I think that's what we're going to see. Um, and Niner by nature, you take me to my next point. Appreciate this. He says, Blue Chew saved my life. Smiley face. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, BlueChew.com. These guys are awesome. Use promo code 49ers and your first order is free. Just pay $5 for shipping. And Blue Chew, here's the deal. Same active ingredient that's found in um, you know Cialis and Viagra, and it's an edible formation. So that way you can take it at any point. And you know, if, if you can't, uh, you don't have to take it at the same time every day. And on top of that, very discreet. You don't have to go to a doctor and have an awkward interview or any of that kind of stuff. Just go to bluechew.com. That's blue like the color. And you answer a couple questions, figure out what product is best for you. They ship it to you in a discreet package. That way you don't have to you know, worry about who's checking the mail and all that kind of stuff. Um, take care of that and give it a shot. Uh, again, 49ers is the promo code and give it a shot. You got nothing to lose. So go give it a shot and, man, improve your life, improve your bedroom uh, performance and all those things. That's BlueChew.com. Thank you so much for the support and what those guys have been with us for a long time. So thank you so much. David, here we go. Uh, the Titans got to Mahomes early. That is correct. And then dedicated uh, the pass rush with the rest of the game. And, and I hated it whenever the Titans switched and they went to that crappy three-down rush formation. Ah. Oh, that was gross. I, I couldn't stand it. They basically gave the game away. I, I really, it was close. They were ahead by 10. Then the Chiefs got a lead, and they completely got out of their game plan. They only rushed Derrick Henry four times in the second half, and it was all on their first possession in the third quarter. After that, he didn't touch the ball um, second half of the third quarter or once in the fourth quarter. You can't do that. can't get out of your game plan, and you can't panic that much. Now, the good thing about Kyle Shedahead is he is not a panicker. He's been here before. He's coached in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, he had the awful 28-3 Falcons, you know, loss, and I think he learned from that. Whenever that happened and we hired Kyle Shanahan, I remember the question was asked, man, do we still want Kyle after that debacle in the Super Bowl? And I said, oh, my gosh, Kyle Shanahan's more valuable after that loss because, one, he's going to keep the hunger. Two, he learned a valuable lesson. And if you look back at the playoffs and what has happened, guess what? He got the lead, and he just leaned on top of the opposing defense and shut them down. And so just run game, run game, run game. Yeah, it's hard to come back from that, especially whenever you're averaging seven you know, yards of pop and all that stuff. So, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan, it, it, we have a great coach. I absolutely love what he has put together. And I, I think you're exactly right, man. You know, we stay in our game plan. We do the opposite of what the Titans do, and that's going to be key. Jimmy, Jimmy G, it's Jimmy Gallardo, but uh, well, it's still Jimmy G to me, man. I'm sure he's twice as handsome as the other Jimmy G. Um, how big is D Ford's role in this game? How many snaps do you think he will get? I think he's going to get more snaps than he has gotten since probably week three. I think D Ford gets close to 30 snaps. He's been in that 20 to 25 snap rate. I think he gets north of 30. One, I love the revenge game. He's playing against the team that traded him away. 
love that his former teammates now he doesn't have you know ill will against him and he's even come out and said that but something happens when you're playing against the team that chose to send you away uh, so uh, that's key too i want to see him on the defensive right side going against eric fisher I think that's where he's going to have the most success. Uh, just speed rushing off the edge. Here you can see the play right here. Travis Kelsey trying to stay at uh, pass protection gives up a sack. Uh, maybe the second best tight end in the NFL. Maybe the third. Definitely not the first. And, and that's the thing. You're not going to see that from Kittle. But if they're going to, he is good pass protection. Uh, he's not near the run blocker, but he can pass protect relatively well, even though we didn't see that there. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's key. Um, I, I want to see D4 just go nuts. Really, really do. Um, they, they, I, there are a few players on this 49ers defense that are game changers. You know, D Ford is one of them. Now, his stats are not great since he returned from injury. But if you look at the total team sacks and pressures, they are through the roof whenever he is out there. He adds a new element. It changes the whole defensive game plan. And I think Quan Alexander is the same way. Now, Quan, I don't think is going to get near as much playing time as he has the last two weeks. I think that he stays at that same position, and I think you stay with Dre Greenlaw. Um, and the problem is we're going to be in a 4-2-5 most of the time instead of a 4-3 against this Chiefs offense. They love to run trips and four wide with an athletic tight end. And if they're going to do that, I'm telling you, we're going to have way more Kwan Williams than we are Quan Alexander. And I do think that Quan Alexander and Greenlaw switch up a little bit, but Greenlaw's still going to lead in snaps. It's just what we've seen in the playoffs, and I don't think that changes. Uh, Kurt Warner, look at that. Uh, <laughs> we got the great Kurt Warner, the Hall of Fame uh, guy that is out here uh, joining us. And uh, he says this. This is his question. Um, sorry about that. Minimized it on accident. He says, uh, let's see here, John, what worries you most about this game and what is your score prediction? That is coming up later in the week as far as my prediction. I do have the Niners winning, Kurt. But uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill worries me the most. If he gets behind our safety play, there's not really much of an answer. Now, the way in which you stop that is pressure on the quarterback. Don't give him time. But Tyreek Hill is kind of the key to this Chiefs offense, I believe. I really do. So it, that is key for me. Stop there, number 10. Um, Jay Corn, what is your over-under for the big game? And this one I'm, I'm stuck on, okay? Because I, I keep going back and forth. I haven't bet the over-under yet, uh, Jay Corn, because here's the deal. There's two different scripts that the way this game plays out. One, Chiefs jump out to an early lead. If, if the Chiefs score first, it's going to be over. If the 49ers score first, it's going to be the under. So that's kind of what you got to put it on. You know, if you look at what my bookie has for the Super Bowl odds, you know, it's still favored. The Chiefs are favored by two, and the over-under is 55. So if the Chiefs score first, I think it's going to be the over. If the 49ers score first, I think it's going to be the under. Because for the 49ers, the way they want to play this game, the way they want to win this game is to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, as we have seen throughout the playoffs. But if the Chiefs want to do is they want to gun this thing. So it's going to be curious because here's, what, here's what's going to happen. 
no matter what, the Chiefs are getting the ball first because if the Chiefs win the toss, I don't think they're going to defer. They want their offense out there early. If the 49ers win the toss, I think they defer. They love getting the ball in the second half. So I think the Chiefs get the ball first, and it's the best two units out there. You've got the stud 49ers defense against the stud Kansas City Chiefs offense. That's what the people want to see, and both teams want to lead with their strength and prove their strengths better than the other team's strength. So... We'll see bright and early, man. I Again, I, I don't want to say, you know, if I'm taking the over or under because I haven't bet on it. I don't want to put betting advice out there that I don't put my own money on. You know, I did put money on the sacks. I do think the 49ers get uh, three sacks or more. So that's what I'm going to stay with there. Um, so <laughs> hope we get five plus uh, sacks. Yeah, there's so many questions, man. I really do appreciate all of the support guys and if you haven't yet please hit follow and all those things but what we're going to do now is we're going to take uh this is something a little bit different i've got an interview here with scott mcfarland who won an awesome guy who leads the arizona faithful and he has details for get this guys and this is huge okay um if you're going to be in the miami area i have something for you guys that nobody else has and Man, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just going to play the interview. And, man, make sure you head to Twitter after this interview. It's only 21 of you that's going to get it. So um, head to my Twitter after this interview. And it's live now on the site. And you'll know what I'm talking about. It's going to cost 5 bucks for one of the greatest moments in 49ers, like your lifetime. This is going to be great. So uh, here we go. I'm going to play the interview. And it's an eight-minute interview. It's going to give you all the details on all this stuff in South Beach. It's going to be an absolute blast. And even if you aren't in South Beach, you want to listen to this. Thank you, guys. And until next time, uh, we'll be back all week. New videos, new stuff coming at your, your way. But let, here you go. Here's the interview, guys. All right, I am very excited to announce our next guest, Scott McIntyre, who just does an awesome job outside of Arizona, and he is bringing the Arizona faithful all the way to South Beach, and we're going to be having a blast. Scott, how are you doing today, man? First off, absolutely amazing, because guess what? Our Niners are back in the Super Bowl. It, um, so, obviously, as a diehard Niner fan, I am super stoked just to be in Miami as a fan, first and foremost. It, it, I, I love Miami by itself. But whenever you add the 49ers in the Super Bowl and then, you know, the awesome party that you are putting together, uh, this is just like the trifecta, man. I am so excited. So, uh, Scott, why don't you walk us through just a little bit exactly where we're going to be at, what's going on, and what the faithful can expect the day before the Super Bowl. If you're wanting to party, where should they go and what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So, first and foremost, have you ever been to Arizona for a Cardinals game? Um, I actually help, help run the McFadden's Glendale there. So we do this massive 49er takeover every year, along with the AZ 49er Empire and all the other 49er Empires. And it's an amazing experience. I know a lot of people have been there. It's a great time. We usually do about 2,000 people. Uh, this last season on the Thursday night game, we had Navarro Bowman. Two years ago, we had Jerry Rice and Joe Montana there. It's just absolutely amazing. So we're going to take that and duplicate that in Miami on South Beach. So we are actually four blocks from the convention center where all the Super Bowl festivities are taking place. It's I Love 305. Uh, it's a premier, actually, it's a celebrity hotspot hangout, believe it or not. So what I'm trying to do is deliver that celebrity experience, but not without the celebrity prices. So we want to give our fans an experience that you don't have to pay those crazy Super Bowl Miami prices. Like some of these parties down there are absolutely insane. $500 just to walk through the door, $1,000 yeah. to get in. But we're, we're trying to give the, the 49ers faithful somewhere they can go for 10, 15 bucks, 
and hang out and have a good time, but have a really a home base for the whole weekend. We're right on the South Beach right here. At I love 305. It's an amazing place. So we're doing our normal 49er party. There's going to be raffles. There's going to be giveaways. We've got DJs. Uh, but better yet, we have the one and only Mr. Endurable himself, Frank Gore, going to be there signing autographs, hanging out with the fans. Uh, it's 100% confirmed. We're actually the only restaurant or bar that he's going to be doing the whole weekend while he's there. So uh, we've got a couple uh, other appearances we'll be making. But, yeah, Frank Gore is going to be there. So we're super excited for that just because most Niner fans will get a chance to see Frank Gore. He's still playing, and who knows how long he's going to keep playing. Um, but, yes, Frank Gore will be there in the building hanging out with everybody. Um, we have some other special guests. We're trying to get there, just trying to work out um, some schedules, some of the past 49 players we've had before. We're just trying to coordinate their schedule appropriately. But at the end of the day, regardless of, of who ends up showing up, it's right on, you know, right on South Beach. It's four blocks from the convention center. Doors open at 11, so come in. There's drink specials all day. There's a one massive 49er party. We're doing a huge takeover. We're literally taking over the entire building for the weekend. Um, also, if you haven't got a, you know, a wash spot yet, they're happy. You know, they're the home of the 49ers for the weekend, so they're happy to get their all-you-can-inclusive drink package on Sunday. But Saturday's really the day we want to drive all the 49er fans there and just those massive party right on South Beach and let not only Miami, but, you know, all the Chiefs fans, all the, all the 49ers fans, let them know how the 49er faithful bring it to Miami. Yeah, they. the one thing I could say about the faithful this year and as always, that's why they're called the faithful, is they travel so well. And I am so pumped. I get Frank Gore is the epitome of what it means to be a 49ers fan. He's my son's favorite player. And the idea that, you know, you get to meet him, autographs and all that stuff, it's going to be an absolute blast. Again, as you said, it starts at 11 a.m. and that's Miami time. And uh, we'll be broadcasting live the 49ers Rush podcast. We're going to have a lot of events going on. And if they want tickets, Scott, if they want to buy into this, how do they do that? Because chances are this is going to sell out. It's going to be at capacity almost guaranteed. So if they want to get tickets and they want to make sure they're not left off, where do they go to get that? So they can actually go to the McFadden'sGlendale.com website, which is where they purchase tickets and pass for all the 49er events. But also, I love 305. That's I L O V 305.com. They can go on there and there'll be a ticket link to get tickets for the weekend. Plus, we've got the Facebook and the socials and Instagrams. All that's going to be floating around. I know you'll be sharing it. I'll be sharing yes, it. Uh, AZ 49er Empire will be sharing it. Uh, but here's what we're going to do for all the listeners and for everybody that's tuning in and for all of our fans. So the first 21 people that go on between today and tomorrow, the first 21 people, so they got to do it now. We're going to get a complimentary photo and autograph from Frank Gore. Free of charge. <laughs> they go on and they just purchase their general G emission. So the first 21 people get in line, they get a ticket right now. And the best part of just buying a ticket right now, it's $10 to get in. But if you use the code RUSH for Rush, uh, they can actually get 50% off through tomorrow night. So go get your tickets. Five bucks gets you in the door. And the first 21 people who purchase those tickets, you get in line, you get a guaranteed autograph and a meet and greet with Frank Gore. Jeez. Uh, my guess is before this podcast is over, uh, those are going to be gone. <laughs> so yeah, you heard it there from Scott himself. Five bucks. Use the promo code uh, RUSH. Head over to McFaddensGlendale.com. Now, if you check my pinned tweet on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, I have the flyer there with all the information that you need, website, address, times, what's involved, all those things. Uh, go to McFaddensGlendale.com. Use the promo code RUSH. Five bucks, you get into an all-day party, 
and you get a signed <laughs> photo from Frank Gore. This is stupid. I might buy all 21. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> this sounds you absolutely go. awesome, man. And I cannot say thanks enough, Scott. It's going to be a blast. Come out, buy me some tequila. Let's drink together and talk some 49ers football and enjoy this because not a lot of franchises – and fan bases get to enjoy this type of thing. And I just want to say thank you, Scott, for organizing this and uh, you know allowing the 49ers rush to be there. Uh, this is going to be a blast. So excited and so excited to meet uh, all the listeners and hang out and have some drinks. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Scott, anything before we let you go? I know you are quite the busy man. Um, anything else that yeah. we are missing or that we got to let the faithful know? Yeah, just one last pitch to the fans. If you haven't got a plane flight to Miami or you're trying to drive down, you haven't decided. So check this out. I went down to New Orleans back in 13 for the Super Bowl down there. I flew into Houston because it was a cheaper flight. I drove six hours into New Orleans. I stayed 45 minutes away. I partied on Bourbon Street. Didn't even go to the Super Bowl because I you know, can't afford those crazy tickets. But guess what? To be down and experience the Super Bowl as a 49er fan was one of those lifelong memories I'll never forget. Even though that game didn't turn out, you know, how I wanted to, even though I tried pulling the power and it didn't work. You know, <laughs> it got close. If, if you're deciding to get down, I know if Miami seems expensive to you, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give the faithful somewhere where they don't have to pay those crazy prizes. But if you don't know if you're going to Miami, I promise you, be down in Miami. Get down there somehow. Drive in, get a group of friends together, come down and party on South Beach. You're never going to regret it. And when the 49ers win, you can say. You were there on South Beach. You party. You remember that Super Bowl when you were there when the 49ers beat the Chiefs. Love it, man. That's absolutely awesome. Just want to say thank you so much, Scott, for your time. And hopefully uh, we'll be drinking together the next time we see each other just enjoying the Super Bowl experience. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. And we look forward to seeing everybody down there. Anybody see you, ask for Scott. Come say hi. I'd love to meet all of our 49ers faithful from all over the world. Um, we do the annual parties in Arizona, so it'd be great to connect for you know the next round that we do. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott, and we will see you guys soon. And as always, the 49ers Rush Podcast is going to be your home. Uh, we got podcasts coming out almost every day up to the Super Bowl, except for whenever I'm flying across the country. Other than that, stay tuned, and a lot more coming your way. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.